side note, which I'm just looking, I'm for whatever reason looking at our faces, and I want to say the lighting is doing you a lot more favors than it is me here. I oh look like gosh. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm glowing. I know you're glowing and I look dead. But... Hello, and welcome back to Mastering Mutil, a podcast masterclass on how to succeed in the world of e-commerce from Essential Digital Commerce. My name is Emma Irwin, and I'm a senior editor and specialist at Essential. For this episode, we're going to be talking about agency partnerships with none other than our lovely partner, Instacart. You probably are aware of partnerships between agencies and retailers like Amazon and Walmart or platforms like Instacart, but what does that really mean? What comes out of these partnerships? We're going to be learning about how agencies such as Flywheel Digital or Perpetua partner with a platform and why, and why the platform wants to partner with us, all of which drives our clients, the brands, businesses forward. We are hitting every target of our audience with this one, so you'll want to listen all the way through. Let's meet our guest for this episode, who is perfect for this conversation. Yeah, my name is Bradley Holland, and I manage agency partnerships and sales at Instacart. So I sit on our agency development team and a subset of that team is our ads API partners. So that's in, that includes the likes of, you know, Flywheel and Perpetua and an ads API partner is simply just any ad agency that's built a piece of technology on top of Instacart's ads manager, which is our self-service UI. The question we ask, this is a variation of a question we ask everyone, but what is the last thing you purchased from Instacart? Oh my gosh. Well, it wasn't just one thing. I uh, I woke up two Mondays ago and I realized that I was out of my very standard breakfast, which is avocado toast. <laughs> so uh, I was pretty, pretty low on all ingredients. So I think I ordered some sourdough bread, a couple fresh avocados, some Tillamook spicy shredded Mexican cheese. It's very good if you haven't tried it. I do like Tillamook. Yeah. And some sprouts and uh, shameless plug for Instacart. It was incredible. You know, I had it had it delivered to my doorstep in, in an hour and I wasn't too late to breakfast. Beautiful. Do you actually toast the toast or are you one of those people that just puts the avocado like on the bread? I'm a lightly toasted kind of guy. I respect that. I have a deep issue with people who like, I love bagels. I'm a New Yorker. But if you get a bagel and you don't toast it, come on. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Okay. Last kind of intro question. Another thing we ask everyone, but I'm going to put it on your mind now. We'll come back to it at the end. Sure. But something on a digital wish list of yours. So it could be something that lives in an Instacart. I don't know that you just never actually purchase. It always just sits there or you can go completely unrelated to Instacart. But we'll come back to it at the end if that sounds good. Sounds good. I'll brainstorm. The next section of this episode is broken into two parts. The first, we'll be looking at Instacart's positioning in the marketplace, because as a brand looking to grow on Instacart, you want to know where Instacart sits amongst competitors. As an agency, you need to decide which platforms to invest into partnerships with. As Instacart, your positioning determines which agencies to build deep relationships with. And as a brand partnering with an agency to sell and advertise on Instacart, you want everyone to be working together. So let's start with how Instacart defines their positioning. Yeah, great question. And I think maybe a good place to start is with our mission statement at Instacart. And that mission statement is to create a world where everyone has access to the food that they love and more time to enjoy it together. And, you know, that mission really struck a chord with me, not only when I was interviewing, but it's also been kind of striking a recurring chord every single day when I'm when I'm doing my day to day work. How can we get more people the food that they love? Right. Very, very important. Food is such an imperative part of everyone's life. And I think that that dovetails nicely into our vision or our positioning in the marketplace. Our vision is to build the technologies that can power every single grocery transaction, whether that's in store or online. 
And by doing so, you know, we believe that we can help our partners uh, effectively co-invent the future of grocery together. As far as, you know, how we're positioning ourselves, we are a four-sided marketplace and we're focused on, you know, meeting the needs and exceeding the needs of all sides of our marketplace every day. So if we dig into what that means or what, what, the, what are the four sides of the marketplace? Number one. Of course, our millions and millions of users that are getting their groceries delivered to their doorstep every single day. And I said groceries, but really we're, we're focused on expanding into other verticals as well. So maybe getting your Christmas tree delivered. That was actually something that was available as of last Christmas season. Maybe I could convince my family to buy a real tree if that's the case. If we don't have to bring it home. Yeah, we have a subset of shoppers that are lumberjacks and they're going and yes. <laughs> cutting down a Christmas tree and delivering it to your doorstep in as little as two hours. But uh, no, all jokes aside. So the second side of the marketplace is our hundreds of thousands of Instacart shoppers. We're helping many, many people earn a wage by picking groceries out, packaging them up and delivering groceries all on a flexible schedule, which I think is, is really nice. The third side of the marketplace are our retail partners. You know, we're helping all of these retail partners that are typically somewhat stuck in their ways, right? Get ahead of this transition to online grocery and helping drive incremental growth for, for their stores. And then the last side of the marketplace, which I'm most close to, are our brands, our CPG brands, providing these brands the tools that they need, including you know, robust advertising solutions to reach as many new customers as possible and help customers find products that we know that they'll love. So, you know, over the last few years, I think we've made great progress on Fiji's vision to evolve grocery shopping from what was just a transactional type of experience to a much more inspirational experience. And I really think that you can see that across all of Instacart. Now, Bradley mentioned his closeness to advertising, which we need to further understand because I, with my consumer hat on, really think about Instacart as a grocery delivery service. Obviously, it's much more than that, but not everyone, even in e-commerce, has a grasp on Instacart's advertising capabilities. Before we continue, though, you could learn a lot by listening to our Instacart season of Mastering Retail because there are two whole episodes on advertising. Just saying. I want to know, how does Instacart fit into the world of advertising and how are they unique? Yeah, definitely. So, of course, you know, ads are a critical part of our business, just like they're a critical part of so many different businesses today. And we're trying to build out an ads platform that's really benefiting all of the different communities that we serve. You know, we feel that the more that we can enhance the consumer experience with naturally placed Instacart ads and, and products, the more online share that we're going to not only capture ourselves because we have a nice user experience, but also help our brand partners and our retail partners capture as well. You know, with Instacart ads, we're bringing the best of online advertising technologies to help CPG brands of all sizes move their products off, you know, brick and mortar shelves. So kind of digging into what the landscape looks like today in terms of our ads uh, ecosystem and our partners, we're partnering with over 5,500 CPG brands, everyone from category leaders and household names to emerging brands that are maybe just getting, you know, started on their journey. We're helping brands of all sizes drive awareness of their brand and introduce people to, you know, maybe they have a new product launch or something like that. I think that as for what differentiates us, you asked what really sets us apart. We have incredible scale. We have incredible reach. We partner with thousands of retailers equating to, you know, something like 75,000 stores today. We have this perfect direct path to purchase type of platform. And I think our closed loop insights and measurement solutions are critical differentiators for brands that really want to understand how are my ads actually driving my brand forward, driving my brand higher. 
We've invested deeply in measurement capabilities over the last few years, um, and I think it's just worth worth highlighting. So we have things like A-B testing now available. We have things like lift testing still available. So I think that that was a lot of words to summarize, but at the end of the day, you know, our ad solution and, and our platform solution is to continue to be one of the best growth drivers for CPG brands of all sizes. You said closed looped measurement. I'm going to have you because we're a masterclass. I'm going to have you describe what that actually means. Yeah, of course. So because we have our users sign into our platform, typically with PII, we're not actually looking at that PII, right? We're anonymizing everything when it comes to sharing out data with, with brands and retail partners, but we're able to see what is the purchase behavior of every single user on our platform, right? So we can see, were they exposed to an ad? Were they not exposed to an ad? How did the difference between those two cohorts play out? And who you know, was purchasing more product or who was purchasing more products in their basket or maybe they had a bigger basket size? The amount of data is just incredibly rich that we can provide our partners. I love it. I was looking at the Instacart ads blog on the website today, this morning, and I noticed something. I think that it was posted about within like the last two weeks, but it was sponsored kind of impulse placements during checkout. And I was like, now that's cool because an Amazon and a Walmart, sure, they could figure out how to put something there. But I feel like like when you're shopping on Instacart, you really are thinking like you're in a grocery store, not necessarily an online store and having that impulse. And I think the products have to be $7 or less was the maximum. I was like, that's so cool to be able to kind of place yourself like you would fight for shelf space in a checkout aisle with an ad yeah. during the impulse buy. You know, when when you're on Instacart, you're you're effectively browsing the digital aisles. Yeah. And like you said, the equivalent to the impulse placements on Instacart would be like if you want to get a soda or a candy bar when you're checking out. Love it. I think with time comes growth for a technology company like Instacart, which means that the advertising offerings have developed over time. Can you kind of break down this evolution? So, you know, we, we did start as a pretty basic just online grocery delivery service, last mile fulfillment. Uh, that was over 10 years ago. And now we've really evolved into a you know full-fledged technology company. We're trying to offer, I think we've already talked about this a little bit, but that inspirational uh, experience to our users. So in regards to the evolution of ads, you know, we used to be reservation-based only ads. In May of 2020, we launched our self-service platform with Sponsor Product. The way that Sponsor Product ties into the marketing funnel is it's a much lower lower funnel ad unit. We've been working our way up the funnel towards uh, the likes of display and video, which are much more, um, you know, lend themselves much better to things like brand awareness. As we look ahead, you know, can definitely expect us to continue to innovate and expand new ad formats that are allowing brands to build even more customized and even more integrated ad experiences while, of course, maintaining the relevancy uh, and customer experience for our users. And then outside of ads, you know, our evolution has become uh, so much more inspirational with things like shoppable recipes, where you can look at an, a video of an entire recipe and then add all of those ingredients to your cart. If you're anything like me, you're, you're not really sure what you're going to make at night sometimes. Every and, night. <laughs> and yeah, and you just throw together a bunch of different ingredients. And we're trying to make that uh, experience much more pleasurable and enjoyable and, and reduce the friction of trying trying new meals. And then things like carts. I don't know if you, you noticed, but you can now shop uh, like celebrity carts. And it doesn't have to be a celebrity, but I think it's kind of a cool, cool experience to try a meal that you know a celebrity has made before. If you had to pick a celebrity to buy a meal, like a, to shop the cart of, who would it be? Wow, great question. Maybe not a celebrity, 
but a very famous podcaster that I followed for quite some time now. Uh, he's a Stanford neuroscientist. His name is Andrew Huberman, and all of his uh, podcast material is related to you know optimization of your health, things like fitness, things like diet, things like sleep. Um, I'd love to see what's in his cart and what he eats on a daily basis. To tie this whole section together, I wanted to walk you through a shopping experience I had right before this interview, which fits in nicely with Bradley mentioning how Instacart has expanded beyond the sponsored product ad unit and up the funnel. So get this. I searched for brownies on Instacart. The first two products were sponsored products that showed up. I don't remember the brands. I was really just experimenting. But I really hope one of them was a cosmic brownie from Little Debbie. If you know, you know. So I'm scrolling, and brownies are like a treat, right? I scroll and what appears? A display ad for ice cream. Ice cream to go with my brownies. And this is simple advertising here, but without Instacart expanding into display ads, I would have never been reminded that I needed ice cream to go with my brownies. And further, without expanding their capabilities, finding this unique positioning in the marketplace would be tough. And for agencies, these additional capabilities allow us to drive that business forward by testing and learning about advertising on Instacart. Okay, my monologue is over. But you want a brownie sundae though, right? Right. Actually, my monologue was not over. The next section of this episode is digging into what an agency partnership with Instacart actually looks like, why it's important, and how it drives business for brands forward. Yeah, great question. Well, I'll start by saying that I think agency partnerships are crucial to the success of Instacart and really any ad platform. And, and hopefully that goes both ways. Hopefully, you know, our platform is crucial to any ad agency's business. You know, at the highest level, these are definitely symbiotic relationships where we're each helping each other's business grow. And if we dig into what that means, maybe we can bucket it into just a few buckets. So number one, agencies are providing Instacart and other platforms like Instacart with super strong aggregated feedback on things like product and performance of the platform and ways of working. Um, and I think that's really given because, you know, agencies are touching so many different types of clients across so many different initiatives that they have this amazing holistic view. Number two, we love that our agencies are serving as practitioners of our platform. I think that agencies that are keen to learn the platform's inside, insides and outs are really differentiating themselves from a brand direct in-house team or you know, a competitive agency. And then additionally, agencies are typically offering services and, and expertise that brands just do not have the bandwidth or the expertise to tackle themselves. Maybe we can double click on API ad agencies here who are offering you know, technology platforms such as you know, Flywheel and Perpetua, and they have the ability to execute on things like cross-platform analysis. They have the ability to slice and dice data for a specific client or a specific campaign in, in many different ways to represent that specific client's business and what they care about and also many different visualizations, which I think is just a cool thing is you can look at so many different types of charts and whatnot. And then lastly, maybe optimizations. So optimizations that are not available in an ad platform like Instacart directly. So maybe to provide a couple examples, things like day parting or things like bulk editing of bids and budgets, you know, all of these features just make learning and development so much easier. You can literally see everything with one login on one screen and you can diversify your media mix or make updates to campaigns across different platforms with the click of a button, which is just invaluable. Let's not forget that Instacart still wants to grow. So I asked about the future and how agency partnerships help drive this growth. 
We're definitely still focused on growth. So a few things that we're thinking about. One is the overall industry and the size of the prize, the size of the opportunity. So the grocery industry today is a $1.1 trillion opportunity. Nice and small. Yeah, nice and small. If we overlay <laughs> on e-commerce or online grocery on top of that, that number is down to about 12% as of 2023. So what that means is 12% of grocery sales are happening online. We don't see this slowing down anytime soon. Of course, there was the one-time pull forward with the pandemic in 2020 and 2021. Prior to the pandemic, 3% of grocery sales were online. Now we're up to 12%, and we're forecasting that that number is going to be over 21% by 2026. That's a $250 billion opportunity. So the takeaway from this is, of course, you know, the opportunity has been there. It's going to continue to be there. And I think that it's our job as uh, an ad platform and your job as uh, an agency to really help our brands stay ahead of this transition and help them grow with the industry. So partnerships are valuable for everyone, right? Have we made that clear? But I still had this lingering feeling of wanting to know more about the day-to-day -day of an agency Instacart partnership. What kind of meetings are there? What do they talk about? I want to know. So how does the day-to-day -day lead to development of Instacart's products and the overall experience of brands utilizing the platform? Good question. Well, throughout my first two years at Instacart, my primary role has really been to devise and implement our strategy for these ads API partnerships. So that includes everything from scoping and onboarding new agencies, internal and external sales and, and marketing enablement, facilitating joint thought leadership, and then just day-to-day -day partner management. So just to give you one example of what I mean by day-to-day -day partner management, you know, our agencies have loads of valuable feedback as it relates to our product, our ad product, and maybe ways of working. So I do a lot of listening. I listen to our agencies. I package up that feedback into a succinct and articulate story. I try to back it up with some data or some revenue justification. And then I present that to our product team for future enhancements or developments of our ad product. Um, ultimately, you know, this is a sales role. This is a partnership role. And my end goal is to drive as much media spend growth for our partners, agencies, and, and, and also our mutual brand clients. There's a specific example of feedback from an agency you can share that you then were able to bring back and kind of bring to life. More data, please. We get that request on a daily basis. So things like new to brand data so that a brand or an agency can understand how are their ads uh, leading to new customers or, or, or new, new to brand sales on the platform. Last thing I'm going to do in this section, I'm going to flip the perspectives a little bit because we've been talking about how agencies contribute to Instacart, but and how Instacart contributes to agencies. Can't leave that part out. But how can those who are at agencies learn more about advertising on Instacart? Yeah, at agencies or even a brand that's maybe yet to get started with Instacart. You can, of course, always reach out to myself or, or somebody at Instacart. We'll leave some contact information at the end of the podcast. But I, I do quickly want to talk about our Ads Academy, Instacart Ads Academy. That's our learning management solution that's going to be launching in, in a matter of a few weeks here, where you can take all these different types of courses, whether that's Instacart 101, Instacart 102, deep dives into specific products, um, and really learn the ins and outs of our platform. What is one key learning that you've had in this role of working in partnerships? Yeah, I think that agencies, what I've learned is that agencies are just crucial to the success 
of any brand that really wants to go as high as they can in terms of their advertising initiatives. Agencies are able to, you know, reduce the workload. They're able to provide expertise that you might not otherwise be keen on. Or, you know, API partner agencies, as we've already talked a little bit about, allow you to unlock additional optimizations, whether that's features or data visualizations on platforms like Instacart, as well as that cross-platform analysis across your entire retail media. Perfect. Okay. Last one for you. We're coming back. The thing on your digital wish list just lives in a cart forever and you won't purchase it and then I'll bother you for why. Oh boy, well it's winter right now so this is not all that timely but I've had my eye on these very nice sunglasses. They are just so pricey and I can't get myself to click, you know, click purchase. What brand? Oliver Peoples. Oh, I yeah, like those. Bernardo, check them out. Oh, I like the, I also run into, they have, Oliver People's sunglasses have been in a couple of my digital wish lists. And then I'm like, but Emma, you lose every You lose them or you break them. And there are plenty nice $20 pairs of sunglasses out there. And this wraps up this episode of Mastering Retail. Partnerships are crucial for everyone involved. Special thanks to Bradley Holland of Instacart, who you can find on LinkedIn or by contacting me for joining the show and showing us the importance of partnerships and even providing a glimpse into what they actually look like. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Mastering Retail and share it with your network. This episode was produced by Klaus Cancel with sound design from Enos Attention. Thank you for listening and see you next time.